Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Everybody's got a price. Welcome, everybody. It is the Free Money Podcast, ready for week, whatever this is in the college football season. Did you guys do one last week? We did. Tyler Thompson filled in for you and had quite a winning record. What'd she do? What was it, Jay? It was probably one of the best percentages we've had all, all season. She was seven and six. Oh, uh, never mind. Drew, Drew was five and eight. Nice. And Jay and Lyndon, seven and five. Eight weeks in a row not being in the negative. I will, I will brag on that. I'm dunking on somebody. Well, I, Drew, I think that's two weeks in a row. He's been five and something. So uh, I'm enjoying Drew's. Well, I mean, it's the even money podcast for everyone except Drew. Um, me, I have a better record than you on the season. Well, that's just what bread and buns or whoever it is that that compiles it. So I don't know if I buy it. Uh, I actually have oddly been much better this year at college than the pros. And the pros are allegedly my expertise with ESPN, but uh, the pros have been tough this year. The underdogs, I want to say, I think the, the, the underdogs are, are either above 50% or, I mean, it's, it's some stupid record, isn't it, Jay, that in the NFL this year? Yeah, it's been a, I always have trouble with the NFL. I think it's hard. I think college is easier. I think NFL is tough. So, I think so the you, underdogs have won something like, 58% of the games against the spread. It's something stupid. It's never happened before. But anyway. Sounds about right. It's been crazy. Um, all right. Well, so this week, of course, Kentucky plays New Mexico State. Uh, we didn't talk about this. Maybe next week we'll throw in some college basketball games just for the heck of it. Um, but, Jay, uh, I think it's time to get started. Um, what's up, yeah, man? In your absence, uh, Drew did throw in a college basketball game last week. Oh, okay. And also, I do like uh, you've been talking a lot of gambling. It seems like this week on uh, KSR. So, well, uh, I, just, you... I found that story about the guy at UK, the guy who bet the UK game, and then the ten thousand dollars to win a hundred dollars. Let me ask you. I mean, Drew was Drew. You weren't. Were you there that day that we talked about it, or no? Uh, I was there the day after uh, the Zan Payne game, but not any other yeah, game. Okay. You were there. So we've gotten yeah. through. Jay, would you make that bet $10,000 to win a hundred that the Mount St. Mary's Kentucky game wouldn't tie? 
you know, if I just have $10,000 laying around, maybe, um, you know, I, that's tough though, man. I mean, you don't want to be there for the one time that deal goes wrong. Right. I mean, but oddly, if you're the kind of person that just has an excess of $10,000, you don't need the hundred dollars. Well, you know, it's almost the same philosophy in horse racing, you know, to take a heavy favorite to show, you know, have you, have you ever seen those races where somebody misses, where a favorite horse doesn't come in and a show ticket, a $2 show ticket will pay like $130 just because that the big time horse didn't make it. It, it really looks weird. It, the, the horse actually pays more to show than it does to win. Yeah, I've so. seen that. But see, I would never do it. First of all, I'd never do it on a horse race because a horse could just come up lame or something, right? But I don't even think I would do a bet like that to win because a team can always lose. But in my opinion, Drew, even if it's the day one out of 100 Mount St. Mary's beats Kentucky, there's still an insanely high chance they don't tie in regulation. I just feel like if you have the money where you could put 10000 on a game like that over something silly, you probably don't even want to waste your time over $100. Well, that's – yeah, I mean, that's that's the other argument of it is that why would you – but I, I actually think I may do it one day just for the story. <laughs> um, and then with that $100, really gloat. Uh, well, all right. Really so, test the KSR curse. So let's hop right into it. Uh, we'll go straight to the Kentucky game. Kentucky plays Alabama's opponent from last week, New Mexico State. Uh, the spread is 36 at the moment. Um, oddly, New Mexico State is 6-4 and four against the spread this week. I guess my question here, guys, does, does Stoop shut it down early to make sure everybody's healthy for the UofL game? I think he probably shuts down some of the starters playing, but I think he will still try to score because I think he's a little, he's smart a little bit from the reactions people had to the Vandy game. But I would say, even if they try, if, if here's what I assume happens, I assume they're up 20 to 30 at halftime and then put in the second unit, but they play hard, right? They play a regular sort of, you know, a regular thing. And if that happens, I think it, I think it's very close. I actually think that number's tough. I'm going to pick New Mexico state to cover because I think Kentucky wins by like 35 or something like that. Plus I don't think our defense, I sort of looked into New Mexico state. They do throw a lot and I just don't think our secondary is good enough to shut them out. So then if they score, you got to expect even more points from Kentucky. So I'm going to say New Mexico state covers true. Uh, I'm going to go New Mexico State also, even though I really want to take Kentucky here. But it just every time I take Kentucky, uh, laying a lot of points, it, it backfires. I didn't bet it, but I thought for sure they'd cover against Vanderbilt. I would have bet it, just didn't get around to it. I was so confident. We saw the second half that Stoops usually likes to run where they milk the clock. So I think we see that again. They'll be milking the clock with Bo Allen and the backups, but they still won't cover the 36. Yeah, we know I'm not going to pick this game, but – you know, oddly, Kentucky has not had a game where they really got to play a lot of backups, right? So, I mean, if those backups get in, I guess there's always the chance that if, if Stoops lets them score, they do. So, we will see. We'll move on to the next game. Florida plays Missouri. Uh, I think you all probably seen this stat. Samford scored more points and a half against Florida than any opponent in Florida history last week. That's uh, amazing. It is. That is totally amazing. Uh, they play Missouri, who we know that every every team gets 8 million yards against them. Florida, is. this is a weird game. It's at Missouri. Florida's favored by 8.5. The money line's minus 350, Florida. I like Florida big in this game. I think they've got to get the taste out of their mouth and Samford. I think Florida wins and actually probably destroys them. Before before we move forward, I do want to ask one thing real quick. Actually, let's finish this game. Before you pick the next one, Jay, I need to ask an important question. But I'll, I'll take Florida. I like them a lot. I think this is a case of people overreacting to the Sanford game. I think they come out and kick their ass. What do you think? I think Florida has completely quit on Dan Mullen, and I'm not shocked that they didn't cover last week. I am shocked they gave up that many points. But I think – 
after that game, there's like a personal embarrassment for the players. So even though they're probably not a good team right now, they'll come out and beat Missouri just because they know they're better than how they played last week. It won't be for Mullen. It'll be for themselves. So I'll take Missouri, and I'll note that Dan Mullen is the favorite to be the first coach fired at plus 350 as of today. Wait a minute. You're taking Missouri or you're taking Florida? Excuse me, Florida. Did I say Missouri? Yeah, you said Sorry, I glossed right over that. Yes, I'm taking uh, Florida against Missouri and also adding that Dan Mullen is plus 350 to get fired. I think those are great points. I usually don't say this, but both you just made. I really think, Drew, what you just said, that it's going to be about the players and them being embarrassed last week. I'll take Florida two minus eight and a half. All right, I want to, I'm driving down Richmond Road, and I just saw – I've noticed two restaurants in Louisville and one in Lexington that have all opened in like the last three or four months that are crab restaurants. And my oh, yeah. question for you is, why do we all of a sudden a plethora of crab restaurants opening? And I buy the one in Louisville a lot because it's on my street, and there's never anyone there. I just drove by the one in Lexington, and no one is there. Did, did they sort of misrepresent the crab market in, in Kentucky, uh, Jay? You know, Matt, I just asked my wife the same question because – it's, you know, and you think all these places use a crab on their sign and it just sticks out and you see it a mile away. And then I look and it's not that cheap either. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I need to try one to see if it's worthy, but uh, it, it seems weird. Did you really recognize the same, the same thing? Did you really? Yeah, talk you're about talking about there's one on Bartstown Road in Louisville that took the place of where that buckhead was, right? Yeah, which I always thought was a good buckhead. Right, I drove by there and I told my wife, like, what is that? Like, how, is that some point? I, I don't know, it's weird. There's one in Lexington by where I go for my work, too. Now there's one in Lexington. I'm telling you, I drive by the one in Louisville all the time. There's never anyone there. I just can't imagine, Drew, that it is crab fest here in, in Kentucky that everybody just thinks we just got to have crabs coming out the wazoo. Right before COVID uh, last year, two of them opened in Lexington very close to each other. And I thought there's no way one, especially two, can survive in Lexington. And it seems they both survived the pandemic. So someone's eating crab. I don't know who the people are that are eating all this crab, but luck to you. If you're, if you're a crab aficionado, please write me and let me know because I don't know who they are. All right, Jay, what's next? Next, we will go to Arkansas traveling to Alabama. Arkansas, or Alabama holds the second uh, longest win streak in SEC right now. They're on a four-game win streak. Arkansas actually is the third longest win streak. They're, they've, they're on a streak of three games. This is a tough one with the spread. Alabama is a 21-point favorite at home over under 57 and a half. That's tough. I'm going to take Alabama. I don't love it, but I think that uh, save it. There's still a world in which Alabama could make the playoff with two losses. It's not a likely scenario, but it is a plausible scenario. So I think because of that, they have an incentive to still look really good and beating the crap out of Arkansas, I think, would do that. Same thing if they beat Auburn next week. So uh, I'm going to take Alabama, Drew, but I don't love it. Uh, I don't think Alabama's in danger here, but I will take Arkansas to cover. I'm with you. I don't love it either. I think it's a pretty good number, but I'll take the opposite opinion, opinion of you that they're looking ahead to the Iron Bowl and the SEC championship trying to finish the job, and they'll just, in, in Alabama's case, squeak out a 14-17 point win uh, and not cover. Man, I think this is a really weird game. I wouldn't bet this game in a million years. Um I'm going to take Alabama, just take the angle that they're getting geared up. They still want to get to the playoffs. Um, I mean, you think back, Arkansas beat Texas A&M. Um, they beat Mississippi State. Um, just a weird game. So I'll, I'll go with Alabama. Not feeling good about it, but I do feel good about this, Drew. Alabama first half oh. minus 12 and a half. I'm going to drop that one. I'll, I like first quarter was, I think, seven. I didn't like that. But uh, I'll take Alabama first half minus 12 and a half. Move on to what I consider kind of a weird game as I look this up. 
Auburn travels to South Carolina. Um, it seems like Auburn's had a good year, but Auburn's three and three in the SEC, and that kind of surprised me when I look at when I looked at it. And South Carolina's playing for bowl eligibility, which I I, I at the beginning of the year I thought South Carolina was one of the like terrible, and they may be terrible, but they get a chance to make a bowl still. Uh, but they'll have to do it through Auburn or Clemson. Um, the spread's moved, or it's a half a point, so it's uh, Auburn minus seven. I like Auburn. I know South Carolina can make the make a bowl by winning, but I think this is another example of where Auburn's not getting the respect it deserves because of the performance last week. I don't think, you know, I understand why they don't, but I still think they're good enough to, to, to pound South Carolina. Um, wouldn't shock me if they, if, if it was closer, even if South Carolina won, but if you're asking me what's the most likely, uh, I would take Auburn. I think it's one of these things that I wouldn't tease this game because I think if the game is, is closed, then South Carolina wins, but I kind of think Auburn's 14 to 17 points better than South Carolina. Uh, Drew, so I'm going to take the Tigers to cover. South Carolina's really trying to suck me in with Auburn not really looking that good all year, and then Bo Nix is hurt, and they blew that huge last week, that huge lead last week. But I think Auburn's still good enough to cover that, even being on the road with a backup quarterback. Uh, I think South Carolina's that bad, and they're yeah, it's unbelievable they're bowl eligible or close to it, but they've only beaten some bad teams. So I think Auburn bounces back and wins here and covers. Yeah, I think uh, last week, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. I think Auburn should be favored by more than this. Um, and so with that being said, I'm going to take Auburn here uh, to win and cover. We will go to Vanderbilt playing Ole Miss. So you get the game for Ole Miss before the Egg Bowl, um, Ole Miss is a 37 and a half point favorite in this game. Yeah, 37 and a half is a lot. I think, I, did I see that Mandy's starting the other dude? They should be. I don't know if it's official, but I don't know how that other guy played all year. Yeah, I think they're starting the other dude. So because they're starting the other dude, I'm going to say they cover the 37 and a half. I just, 37 and a half is a lot. Now, Ole Miss will want to score a lot. Lane Kiffin's a, a jerk. But there's also a lot of rumors about Lane Kiffin in Miami, and his players might be a little distracted. So I'm going to take Vandy to cover the 37 and a half. I'm joining you. That uh, backup quarterback last week looked like he should have been the starter all along. And then – Really, if you're Ole Miss, what's if you get up that big, what's the point in beating Vandy by 40-plus? You got a big game next week. Get your big lead and get out of there. I think they win big, but not that big. I'll go opposite just because I think Kiffin's going to do something to distract everybody from Miami, and that distraction will be just run up the score, and I think that's what he'll do here. So I'll take Ole Miss. By the way, oh. I think if Miami hires Tom Jurich and Lane Kiffin, they'll kill it. I really do. I think they'll kill it. I think he'll – Lane Kiffin is the perfect dude for that job, in my opinion. And honestly, I can't stand him, but Tom Jurich is the perfect dude for that job. I feel like, Drew, if they if they do a Jurich-Kiffin combo, they'll end up murdering each other. But until they do, that thing will, will sizzle. I, I want the Kiffin part of it. I don't want the Jurich part because I might actually be a fan if Kiffin goes to the U, but – uh, Tom would throw that off. I agree he would do well there, but I just want to see uh, what Lane can do with that program. You know how much fun Lane Kiffin would have screwing with Dabo? Like, that would be the best. Like, I'm with you, man. I mean, the church part would make it hard, but I'll root for Kiffin at Miami. And I think – I genuinely think that's the kind of place they don't care and he can just do whatever, and I bet they would crush it. So, if I'm them, that is a – slam dunk hired if i'm kiffin i'd rather be at miami than, than than old miss just because you can't win a title at old miss he maybe could win a title at miami so i to me that's slam dunk but go ahead what's next jeff i'm gonna skip over the tennessee game because i it's just doesn't look like a fun game to bet let's look look, look at the big a big big 10 game this week michigan state coming off with all the mel tucker money plays ohio state 
Ohio State's averaging eight yards a play. Michigan State has scored four touchdowns on flea flickers this year. Big <laughs> wow. spread here, though. Ohio State's favored by 19 and a half. I love your flea flicker stat. That's an interesting one. Okay, so I actually thought this spread was going to be like eight or nine, and I was going to pick Ohio State. But if you're giving me set, you say 17 and a half? 19 and a half. At Michigan State, because I, Ohio State's going to win this game. But Michigan State's good enough, and they the way they play keeps games close. So, Drew, I think they'll keep it within 19 and a half. I have no doubt Ohio State wins. But I think Michigan State will keep it in that number. I actually uh, – I like that. Uh, Michigan State's been good to me for a long time, but I'm going to go with Ohio State here. They've been blowing teams out since a disappointing start to the season. And uh, maybe we'll get a little Mel Tucker uh, big contract hangover for the Spartans. And I think Ohio State kills them. And I, I think uh, – I like what Matt said. I mean, Michigan State's kind of found a way to hang around some of these games and, and um, – has kept some, uh, you know, the way they play, it, that would be a team if they could get up early and, and just pound it on the, on the ground. Um, I'm going to go with Michigan State as well. We're going to go to Western Kentucky for a game because you know who Western Kentucky plays? They play Florida Atlantic and their old coach, Willie Taggart. So um, Zap, the quarterback for Western Kentucky, has thrown 23, I think this is right, 23 touchdowns just at home for 42 total. West Kentucky's favored by 10 and a half. Yeah, you know, first of all, I didn't know you are going to pick this. I have absolutely no idea what the answer to this question is. But, uh, but you know what? I'm here for you, and I'm here to pick the games that you choose because that's – that's the name of this game. So I'm going to take – I'm going to take Florida Atlantic to cover the 10 and a half. The half is key for me here, Jay. I, You know, if it, was, if it was just 10, I'd be different. But that half, I think Western wins by 10. So give me Florida Atlantic. I'm going with the Hilltoppers. I don't know much about Florida Atlantic. I'd be lying if I said I knew anything. But I know Western can put up a lot of points – as Jay said, their quarterback's been lighted up. They've been blowing teams out. Uh, I don't know the exact stat, but watching them pretty closely, I feel like they've covered like the last month. So I'm going to have them keep that rolling, and they'll cover here. Tops, tops, tops. Uh, I, you know, I've looked at Florida Atlantic stats. They're just kind of a mediocre team. Um, Western has played really good against some good competition. Um, I want to see him keep rolling. I'm going to take uh, West Kentucky to I believe, cover that. Am I right, Jay? I mean, Western plays its best games against good competition, but then kind of stinks it up against terrible teams, don't they? Well, I don't know that this team is terrible, but I don't know that this team has the greatest pass defense, and I think that's uh, Western's uh, strong point. So I'm going to just stick with Western there on that. All right. I mean, be wrong if you want. So this game, this kind of threw me off this week, guys. Uh, Wake Forest plays Clemson. And I looked up the standings in the ACC. I don't know if you all know this. And Wake Forest is 6-0. and And I said, that can't be right. Somebody made a mistake. Because yeah, they, they, got, they were beat by North Carolina last week. But yeah. that was a non-conference game scheduled, I guess, a la basketball LSU uh, Kentucky back in the day. So I don't – the only way that Clemson can catch Wake Forest is if they beat them and then Wake Forest loses to Boston College next week. Um, Clemson – Can I butt with in? With all that being said, Clemson's still a four-point favorite. Hold on. I have no idea what you're talking about, how that game didn't count. Will you explain that? Uh, they, they, so I can tell you that the specifics of it are both of those teams had, like, somebody cancel on them. I want to say maybe Army or Navy or something – canceled on one of them and then somebody else canceled on the other and they couldn't find the game and they both were already playing a B, you know a division two team so they couldn't play another one so they just agreed to play each other as they weren't supposed to play each other in conference play this year so they agreed to play but it didn't count as a conference game interesting i did not know that carry on um, so like 
So this is at Clemson. Clemson's minus four. I'm just laying facts out there for people, Drew. I appreciate it. I like Clemson. Here's what happens in games like this. I feel like it happens every year. So some team that's not normally good is really good. And they end up playing a team that's usually on top, but this year has struggled. And then everybody assumes that the other team will win. And the team that normally wins goes, hey, hey, we're still so-and-so. That happens with this game with Clemson. Clemson's offense is still bad, but it's not putrid like it was a few weeks ago. And I think I think Wake Forest is kind of smoke and mirrors. I mean, if you if you look at their games, they could have easily lost about four or five games. But they win, and so give them credit. But I still don't know that they're very good. So I will take Clemson to cover the four. Uh, I'm going to agree with you just because, as you said, Wake Forest isn't good enough to have the complete year that they're on pace for. they got to slip up somewhere. And I still think Clemson, I mean, they're not good, but they have to be a little better than how they performed this year. I love watching Dabo lose, and I'm hoping he's not there much longer. But uh, Clemson's going to win this one in cover. You, you think they're going to fire him? Well, I mean, not like after the year, but I hope this trend continues of Clemson being no. bad. I know he's not no, on the hot seat man. today. You would be a hard if you fired Dabo after well, I don't year. want I don't want them being on that elite tier again. I want this Clemson uh, record to last forever and Dabo to finally fade off into obscurity. You know, uh, there's no logical reason that Clemson's favored by four. I look, they have the worst offense, which blows my mind. They have the worst rated offense in the ACC. Like I don't even know how that's possible, but. I, I do agree with what Matt said a little that I think Wake Forest is smoke and mirrors. Everybody has scored against Wake Forest. Clemson's going to score against Wake Forest. And I think Clemson wins this, and I think they cover the four. Next, we're going to go to – we just went from the worst offense to the ACC's worst defense. Tonight, Louisville plays Duke. Duke has the worst rated a defense in the ACC – Louisville is coming off their big win um, when they honored Lamar. They beat Syracuse 41 to three last week. Louisville's a big favorite tonight, 20 and a half. Man, 20 and a half's a lot. Well, that's tough. Uh, I, you know, I still feel like people undervalue Louisville. 20 and a half's a lot, but I think Duke's awful. Um, it's at home. I don't know how many people are going to this game. I don't think it'll be many, but Thursday night games used to be fun at Louisville. I'm going to take Louisville. I don't like it, though. You could never get me to bet this, but if I have to pick one, I'll take Louisville. You could never get me to bet Louisville ever, but I will take them for our fictional pick em contest here. I will be rooting against them with all my strength tonight, but I think Duke is just that bad, and Louisville – is capable of scoring enough points to cover that, even though there won't be many people there to see it. Drew, I'm going to take a different angle here. I want Louisville to play the best game of the year. I want them to run up and down the field and score 150 points so that they are not ready next week when they play us. I'm going to take Louisville minus 20 or minus 20 and a half. Matt, would you take the money line here? 1250 minus 1250 Louisville. No, no, because I do think if Malik Cunningham were to get hurt, they could lose. And so in that scenario, it's just not worth that payoff to me of twelve fifty. So I, I don't think I would actually. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, we're going to go to Cincinnati. This is a game that was marking early in the year that might be a tough game for Cincinnati. They play SMU. They play Sonny Dykes. Uh, SMU is scoring the sixth most points in the nation right now, but they're giving up a ton of passing yards. And you've got Ritter, who's had a nice year for Cincinnati, their quarterback. The spread started 12. It's 11 and a half Cincinnati. Cincinnati's at home. 12 and a half? 11 and a half. 11 and a half. I like, I like Cincinnati. Uh, SMU, I think, is another team that if you go and look, most of the, the, they're, I don't want to say they're, they're not smoke and mirrors, but they're, they're getting, they're kind of like that. They don't, they, most of their games have been close. They won them, but, and then they finally, I think, lost a week ago. I think Cincinnati comes out and pounds. I think they, they believe they deserve to be in. I think they're going to make quite a case for it. And I think they come out and pound SMU at home and win. I can see this being a close game, but I think Cincinnati's getting desperate to make that playoff and they need to make every audition they can in these last couple of weeks. So they're going to have to have a big game. And I don't know if they will or not, but I'll, I'll back them here and say they do and, and cover that spread. But I, I can see it being close. They haven't been that impressive. No, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bet this game. Um, I don't, I don't like it. I'm going to take Cincinnati, but I'll tell you the bet that I am going to do in this game is the over 65. Um, SMU gives up tons of points. Their defense sucks. They actually score a bunch of points. So I would really look at doing the over in this game. We move over to the Big 12. Iowa State plays Oklahoma. Oklahoma screwed themselves last week. They put up the lowest point total since 2014 for them in their 27-14 loss to Baylor. Oklahoma is still a four-point favorite over Iowa State. Four and a half? Four. Four. Hey, I, I like Oklahoma. I don't, I, I don't get the Iowa State thing. I never have. I think Matt Campbell is like, you know, basically the equivalent of people telling me that Butler's really good at basketball every year. And I just, I, I, I hate Matt Campbell is like who football dorks love Oklahoma still Oklahoma. I don't care what happens. I think it's, I think it's a little bit like the scenario we talked about with, with Clemson and, and, and Auburn that they need to come out and pound somebody. Give me Oklahoma. I like Oklahoma a lot here. I'll actually put real money on this. Uh, Iowa State, they're fine, but they're going on the road to an offense that can score a lot that finally has their quarterback situation figured out after the beginning of the year was a little dicey. Uh, I think Oklahoma covers that easily. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to go with you all as well. And it's been a disappointing year. Iowa State was um, predicted nine and a half wins at the beginning of the year. They're, they're stuck at six right now. So that's going to be a really disappointing year for them. I'm going to choose uh, one more Big 12 game, and you're going to laugh at this one, but I brought this up earlier in the season. Kansas goes to TCU. Kansas got their first Big 12 win since 2008 last week against Texas. Um, and you remember, I was going to bet the the under on uh, or the over on one win, and, and they got it uh, last week beating Texas. We talked about that. Um, TCU. That's not right. It's not since 2000. Is that the first road win or first win? What I saw was win. That can't be right. I, that, I, that's a Jay and Linda mistake. Matt caught it. You're right. It's got to be road. Yeah, I think it's got to be because I think they beat Oklahoma a couple years ago. Uh, or a few years ago. I think it was like a big upset. Um, I'll, tweet I mean, out I, a, I'll tweet out a retraction. I'll find out what it is. Well, no, no, you don't have to tweet that. Listen, Jay, I, you are a rock star. I just want to make sure our, our listeners get good information and they don't go home and tell their kids, Jay and Lennon, my trusted news source, said this, and then the kids disown them. So, um, but yeah. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? 
Do you have a photographic memory? Uh, no, I can't remember anyone's names. But some of the spreads, so I sent you the spreads earlier, if you looked at them, like when you're saying the spread that you thought it was, it was actually what it was this morning, and then I, some of them had changed by a half point. Yeah, that's not that. I just, okay. I'm rural, uh, a rural area, and then you're just coming in and out a little bit. That's it. But no. Uh, so what is the spread in this one? Yeah, TCU's one of these teams. They were they were preseason seven and a half wins. They're at, stuck at four. So they've had a real disappointing season. It's at TCU. TCU's favorite by 22. 22 is a lot. Um, I have no idea about this game. You might as well flip a coin for me. I'll just say Kansas covers because, I don't know, Gary Patterson's retiring and he might be sleepy. So I'll say Kansas covers. I'll go the other way. I don't care about the game. Can't name anything about either team, but Kansas just had their Super Bowl and they're probably already looking ahead to the to the after party celebration and they forgot and they still have more football to play. I'm gonna take Drew's angle there and take TCU. And that's that extra going from 21 to 22 hurts a little there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with TCU. So we'll move. Uh, I know you all love picking Pac-12 games. Oh, I love it. Oregon plays Utah. Um, Oregon arguably has the best win of the year, beating Ohio State on the road. They play Utah. Uh, both of these teams are four and six against the spread. Utah's up to a three-and-a-half-point favorite here. Kind of surprised me. Utah is? Yes. Stop it. That's terrible. That's a dumb spread. I mean, that's one of those nerds think they know too much. Oregon's winning this game because Oregon's gonna Oregon's gonna find a way to end up in this playoff, even though I bet I think they suck. Um, you know, Cincinnati fans focus on Ohio State. They should be focusing on Oregon because Oregon's fraudulent. But even though they're fraudulent, I am not giving you uh, Utah point. I mean, I. I'm not giving Oregon points and taking Utah. That's insane to me. So give me, uh, give me Oregon here. I'm with Matt. I know Utah, they won uh, three straight and they're at home. I'm sure it'll be a rowdy environment, but Oregon is winning this football game. And if you're going to give me points, I'm going to take them. So go Ducks. I'm in 100% agreement here. Utah just popped in the top 25, and this is going to be one of those games where they're going to go right back out. Um, I actually like this game. And I'm going to take I love, Oregon. I would love an Oregon Oklahoma parlay. So I'm going to call that a Krabby Crab parlay of the week. The Oregon Oklahoma parlay. There is, I, I love both those games quite a lot. Make sure you're alive there. Yeah. No, I'm, I dropped my phone. Don't <laughs> worry. I, look, I got the. I got things going on here. You understand, but that doesn't stop the Krabby Crab Parlay. Nothing stops the Krabby Crab Parlay. I like it. Matt, that was all the college games I had, unless you want to choose another one. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I, I will defer to our good friend, uh, Drew Franklin, with what he would like to do. No, I'm excited for some National Football League since it's been such a wacky year. We going to NFL or do you all you got something in between? Not NFL, oh, let's go. Jay, come on, we're we, you are the you're the leader of this show. Drew and I are just along for the ride. All right, we'll, we'll take it. Before we get what? to the NFL, oh, you're right. Well, that's I'm what sorry. I meant. I was trying to help you out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot to do your uh, Louisville restaurant of the of the week. Um, I've tried most of yours. I have enjoyed virtually all of them. I think you are uh, a food connoisseur. So I would say to you, I'm eager to hear what you have for this week. Well, before I give this to you, um, I, and you know, I'm not gonna have my feelings hurt because I know it's hard to go to all these places. Have you been to, to go to to go sushi yet? To what? To go sushi. Yes, I did. I went. Okay, there good, good. The week said it i went that next week and i did really enjoy it that is you know the, the thing about sushi places you know this like they it's kind of one of those things where it's feast or famine when you're in a place like louisville 
And I thought that was very, very good. So I thought that was a very good recommendation and not as expensive as some of the high-end sushi places in uh, Louisville. Correct. So I'm going to give you a breakfast place. And I, I don't even know if this is in Lexington. Um, there's a place, a couple places in Louisville called Wild Eggs. And it is a great breakfast place. I feel like Wild Eggs is a little bit like vinaigrette. I mean, I feel like Wild, Wild Eggs is brown. There are a few of those. I think there's about three in Lexington and two or three. Are there really? Are there really three in Lexington? There's at there's least two. At least, there's at least two. I, I, there might be three. There's one. What's interesting uh, is that one of them, just so you know, is right next to KS Bar. I don't think I knew that. But with that said, it is a good place to eat. And if folks don't know about Wild Eggs, I would highly uh, recommend it. What is the name of the place, Jay, in, 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 in Lex, in Louisville? I want to say might be on Brownsboro Road, or the, that could be wrong. That's like a Mexican breakfast place. Do you know that oh, one? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I've been there. It's good. Um, it, it's actually right by where my son goes to high school, and I can't think of the name. What road is that on? It's all, it's right off Brownsboro. You're, you're correct. You did good there. That place, I went with Craig Greenberg once to talk to uh, the folks that, well, never mind. I can't tell you who we were talking to, but we were talking about OVW stuff and, and we took him there. That's where he wanted to take him. You know, he's Mr. Going to be mayor of Louisville. So like when he takes somewhere, I'm like, this is good. And he said it was like his favorite place in Louisville. And it is awesome. Drew, uh, I, mean, I got it. I got it for you. It's called, uh, I, I'm not really good at speaking Spanish here. It's con. Huervos. Yeah. Does that sound right? With eggs. Yeah. Con, con, where, whatever. Um, what part of town that, did you say it's in? It's off Brownsboro Road, close to. Um, I mean, it's yeah. actually close to Wild Eggs, to be honest with you. The Wild Eggs off Westport Road here in Louisville. Yeah. I, so Brownsboro and Westport. I'm telling you, like, I didn't even know there were Mexican breakfast places, but it's really good. I went there one time and couldn't get in. We waited for a long time. That's how popular it was. Uh, it's not a big. It's not a big place either. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm wanting to try it though. So we gave two breakfast recommendations today. Yeah, but that Conway, you better go at like seven a.m. to get in there. Drew's right. The only reason I think we got in is Craig was able to use his mojo, but uh, it's it's great. Do we need to do a read before I go to the NFL, or you're good? Look at Jay. Uh, do we have? Do we have? Are we doing that this week? Yeah, you we know? got my my bookie and their fifty percent uh, sign up bonus for free. Okay, mybookie.ag fifty percent sign up bonus. So Drew, if you put in two hundred dollars, what do you get? Uh, they're going to give you one hundred dollars in addition to the two hundred you put in. I mean, that's pretty amazing. You get the two hundred you put in. I mean, it would be a bad deal if they took your two hundred dollars. And then only let you bet $100. I would be against that. I wouldn't. That's, that's normally how my gambling goes. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't continue using them as a company, but they don't do that. They give you the 200 and then give you a hundred more. Mybookie.ag is the way to get, you folks ask me all the time, like, how do I place bets? Is it legal? Don't ask me the second question. The answer to the first question is mybookie.ag. You put the money in, you get an extra hundred dollars. And next thing you know, you are betting like a superstar. You can play Jay's plays and win. You can play my plays and break even, or you can play Drew's plays and go bankrupt. It's all at mybookie.ag. Check them out and use the promo code KSR to get your promo extra $100, mybookie.ag. Let's get into the NFL. Matt, I appreciate you calling me the leader of the show. I'm going to use that with my wife tonight because she's mad at me. I was supposed to be picking paint colors with her right now. And I really wasn't stoked about that. So you thank you. I thought you meant like you, it was going to turn your wife on if, if she thought you were the leader of, of free money. I was like, that's a good wife to have. That would be. <laughs> um, we're going to start with tonight's game. Um, New England plays Atlanta. And Matt, I know from listening to your NFL show on ESPN that you think uh, Atlanta is a rough team to pick in bets. <laughs> Um, New England is tied with a bunch of teams for the second most wins in the AFC. Obviously, Drew's Titans have the most with eight wins. They travel to Atlanta. Um, Atlanta is the only NFL team that has not beaten the Patriots this century. Wrap your head around that. 
New England's favored by six and a half. By this century, do you mean like in the last 20 years? Yes. That really surprises me, actually. Because, I mean, they only play teams from the NFC like once every four years. I'm sort of surprised that, like, I don't remember the Bears ever beating the Patriots. Um, but that's kind of an interesting stat. I don't, I don't know if I agree with it. But nevertheless. That, um, one's, tried, that one's verified. All right. Well, nevertheless, uh, you know, my view on ESPN is always the same. Whatever your natural inclination is in a Falcons game, do the opposite. So my natural inclination is to say New England's a lot better and they will cover. But I've learned over the years, do the opposite. And, and I've done the opposite here and gone six and three in my Falcons pick. So I'm going to do the opposite again. And I'm going to take Atlanta to cover because you never do what you think you should do when you play the Falcons. It's a good strategy with the Falcons. Uh, I'm also going to take the Falcons uh, just because New England's 5-0 and against the spread in the last five weeks, and they're looking great. And I just feel like eventually that has to come to an end. Falcons just got killed by the Cowboys. They're not a good team by any means, but I think they're due for a little bit better performance as New England starts going the other way. If you're going to give me the full touchdown – I'll take Atlanta and hope I get a push. But uh, uh, anything lower than that, I might go the other way. But for this, I'll take the Falcons. Yeah, look, when I put this together, I did not think it would be a clean sweep Falcons. But I, I just don't know how good New England is. And every time I, I, I've lost money on New England this year because I, I start thinking they're good and they screw up. Um, I'm going to go with you guys and go clean sweep across the board. Atlanta plus six and a half. Cincinnati coming off their bye week, uh, getting blown their doors off by the Browns, travel to Las Vegas. Um, these teams have only played four times since 2012. The Bengals are three and one against the Vegas Raiders. Right now, the Bengals are a one-point favorite. It's a tough game because I don't know what to think about the Raiders. The Raiders could be good or they could be absolutely terrible. Um, I don't know. Did you hear what take... Zach Taylor said this week? What did he say? I pulled it up. I'll even play it. I, yeah, I, I am a craps player. That is it. Uh, my wife, she knows we don't go to Vegas together. Uh, I just spend 72 hours at the craps table. I don't go to shows. I don't go to dinner. I don't go to the pool. I just like to play craps. Very, very low wages craps, low stakes craps. But um, yeah, about once every two or three years, I usually self-impose a 72 hours at the craps table when he's in Vegas without moving. Well, he's a weirdo. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I worry, I worry about focus there. <laughs> I didn't need that to tell me he was a weirdo, though. I've always kind of thought he was a weirdo. I didn't like what I saw from the Raiders the last two weeks. I think uh, Sons of Anarchy maybe has come apart. So I'm going to take the Bengals, but I don't love it. I would never bet this game in real life. I've never heard someone sound more like a degenerate gambler that needs to call the hotline than him talking about when he goes to Vegas. I don't <laughs> even think he'll show up for the game. So I'm taking the Raiders because their coach has problems. The Bengals coach. I'm with you, Matt. I, I'm going to take Cincinnati, but I wouldn't bet this game in a million years. Uh, whatever, Cincinnati. I can't believe the next game is not either the Sunday night game or it's just a you know 4:30 game on on Sunday. Dallas <laughs> travels to Kansas City off their 43 to three drubbing of Atlanta. Um, it's their largest win in 21 years. <clears throat> Kansas City has had more 40 point games. Um, in the past three years, 10 of them um, than any team in the league. Kansas City's favored by two and a half, over-unders 56. Yeah, the reason is that they've started a new system where they let – they have a draft I saw between NBC, CBS, and, and Fox. ESPN's Monday night doesn't get to be part of it. And they each get to pick their two biggest games, and they have a draft. So, And it doesn't matter what league it's in. They each get to pick two games, and I don't know who's showing this one, but I think I saw that this game was the number one overall pick in the draft. Uh, no, no, the number one was Tom Brady's return to, to New England, and this was second. So they're very excited about it. 
Uh, I like the Cowboys. I think the Chiefs are not very good. The Cowboys got embarrassed a couple weeks ago with Denver. Then they looked awesome last week. I think they'll look good again here. And I think uh, Dak, uh, my sources say his arm looks good, which is what I've been worried about for a long time. So uh, go ahead and give me the Dallas Cowboys. The Chiefs finally looked good last week, but I'm also going to take the Cowboys here because of turnovers. The Chiefs are among the worst in the NFL. Maybe they might be the worst at turnovers. And as Jay and Lyndon can attest, Dallas will create some turnovers, especially our boy Diggs in the secondary. So I'll go with the Cowboys winning in Kansas City. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't know what kind of position this puts Kansas City in, but I not where I thought they would be at this point. Um, I'm going to go Dallas as well, and I'll be I'll be rooting them on. The Sunday night game is Pittsburgh traveling to L.A. Chargers. Pittsburgh is 5-0-1 this year in games decided by eight or fewer points. The Chargers have a league-low two fumbles lost, of which they could call our cats and help with that. This game has moved, and I guess it's because Roethlisberger may not be playing. Uh, L.A. Chargers are favored by six. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't like six. First of all, the, it's going to be a it's going to be a Steelers home game, so there'll be eighty plus percent of the fans will be Steelers fans, and that makes it even more the case that I think the Steelers could win. If they don't win, I think they'll be right in it. So give me the Steelers to cover. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers because it looks like Mason Rudolph will play again, and I think he's pretty bad. And if Big Ben does come back, he's so old, I don't know if his body will remember how to play football after just being away for seven days. So I'm going to take the young, handsome Justin Herbert to light up the scoreboard against the Steelers. And I hate this number. Um, at four and a half, I was going to take the Chargers. I just feel like six is too many. Um, so with that being said, I'll go with Pittsburgh. Don't feel good about that one, though. We'll move to Indianapolis, traveling to Buffalo. Um, Buffalo's had six wins by 15 or more, which leads the league. Uh, Buffalo has beat Indy four straight times. One of those was last year in their 27-24 playoff victory. Buffalo's favored by seven. Uh I like Buffalo, actually. I think they they need to play well. Their offense has been kind of shitty the last couple of weeks. I think they return to their, their glory, and they get a win, and they actually do it in pretty solid fashion. Uh, I do not think the Saints look good right now, and I don't believe in whichever terrible quarterback they put out. So give me Buffalo. I think uh, the Jacksonville game – Scared a lot of people on Buffalo, but you know, Josh Allen ran into the better Josh Allen. So let's throw that one away. Outside of that, they've looked pretty good. They just killed the Jets, beat the Chiefs a few weeks ago, and then they ran into my Tennessee Titans. I, I think they're still a good team, maybe even a contender. And I have them covering here uh, at home in front of Bill's Mafia. You know, I'm going to take Indy. I, I just, uh, I, I've kind of liked them this year, I've done decent with them. Buffalo's up and down, and, and there's some games they just don't show up. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Indy. Don't feel great about it, but we'll go there. Matt, which of these games do you want to choose? Baltimore, Chicago, Green Bay, and Minnesota. Baltimore, Chicago, because I don't care what the spread is. Give me the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore is at Chicago. Baltimore's favored by six and a half. Oh, dude, they're going to win by 20. Ravens or Ravens in a – in a, I mean, this I'm going to throw this in with Oregon and uh, Oklahoma for a crabby, crabby, crabby parlay. Uh, and, and I got – Chicago's going to get killed this week. Give me Baltimore. It makes me sad to hear a Bears fan admit that, but I think you're right. Um, Lamar is going to go off on this one. Your Bears, bless their hearts, just don't have it this year. I'll go Ravens. Yeah, I'm going Ravens there too. Not a lot of talk there. I think I, I may even bet that game. Drew, I'll let you choose this one. You want Arizona, Seattle, Houston, Tennessee, or Miami at New York Jets? That uh, Miami at New York Jets is the game everybody's talking about. So let's go there. 
Miami's favored by three against the Jets. Uh, true, our boy uh, Mike White at, uh, at uh, our Western guy did not have his game last week after he talked a little smack. I think you saw that. Uh, Miami's favored by three here over under 45. Yeah, Joe Flacco's playing for the Jets. I don't feel like that's going to go well. So give me Miami. I, I, again, I can't imagine watching this game in any scenario, but if I'm going to have to pick one, I will take Miami. Uh, I like Miami here, actually, if, if it's possible to like either side in this. Uh, they got a lot of losses, but they were somewhat respectable, while the Jets, outside of beating the Bengals and Titans and surprise finishes have been horrible so i'll go with miami on the road i'm going with miami as well and i think i'm gonna bet that game i actually like that i'm gonna go with miami matt last game here do you want to go with washington carolina or new orleans and philadelphia i mean i thought the bills played the saints who did who do the bills play what did I just say? He said Washington, Carolina. But then you said Saints versus somebody. Philadelphia. Well, who – I must have gotten the other game wrong. Who were the Bills playing? Indianapolis. Oh. Well, I don't like that as much. I thought they were playing the Saints. Well, I'll still take Buffalo, but I don't feel as good about it. All right, let's go back to what you were saying. So, let's do um, – well, let's do the Saints game. All right, New Orleans Saints travel to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Philadelphia a lot. They're good. They're, they're playing well. Uh, the Saints are playing just randos at quarterback. Um, I actually think Jalen Hurts has gotten to be decent here in the last few weeks. That was very impressive. They went across the country and destroyed the Broncos in a game I did pick on ESPN uh, Sunday NFL countdown. So I, so uh, I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles to cover. With uh, the quarterback situation you spoke of, the Saints can really do just about anything. Uh, in this one, especially Philadelphia is just mediocre. I'll count on the Saints showing up and everybody else playing well, but they're a bizarre team, having just watched them with the Titans last week. Bad beat last week for the Titans too. Do we know if Kamara's back? I do not. I don't know that. Um, since I don't know if he's back, um, I you know, Hertz has played well. We'll just roll with Philadelphia there. All right. Well, listen, uh, thank you all very much. I'm sitting now here in the dark, um, but uh, it has been a wonderful time with all of you. I will try out that new sensation, Wild Eggs, on behalf of Jay and Lyndon. Uh, everybody – Enjoy your weekend. Come out to KS Bar. Watch the Reed Shepherd. And if you want to have breakfast, come to KS Bar Saturday and watch Reed Shepherd before the game. Thank you all very much. And ladies and gentlemen, go Cats. Go Cats. <laughs>
Vermont, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.